0: in the world hands down world famous gamer and philanthropist at gaming for good it's called has raised more than 20 million dollars using his notoriety to raise money for charity on activism science culture and self-development I'm proud to have him in the studio today i would not want to take you on in a video game what is important to understand is when people say for example god or jesus has helped me a lot in my life that you can't disagree with it from your own framework If someone grows up and says God and Jesus has helped him a lot, it might be the case. It's not because you don't believe in God that God might not have helped this person or the believing God or the believing Jesus. And if the person says, like, for me, God is real. I mean, when you have the feeling or the idea or the opinion that, yeah, but God isn't real or whatever, it's not because you are right. It's because you're not seeing the situation for what it is. And seeing the situation for what it is is basically... Putting yourself in this position, in the foot of the person talking to you, imagine what it is for him to grow up in a situation that is Catholic or whatever and understand where he comes from. That's how you create a communication, a line of communication between two people. But if you, on the other hand, go like, yeah, but from my framework, from my scientific background and this and that like god doesn't exist or whatever you basically you're going against the reality by not seeing it for what it is the reality is that the person talking to you comes from a different background has different experiences and has no ability to see the world the way you see, just as much as you are lacking the ability to see the world the way he does. And you might say like, yeah, but it's not because that person sees the world as the way he is and I see the world the way I'm seeing it, that therefore we are both on the same reality level but conversation is not about the reality level the conversation is about being able to connect and communicate your message so you can help the person it's not about proving a point or being right because if that is your agenda then you're inside your head and you're not seeing reality for what it is and at the end of the day when it's about communication or trying to help people or whatever it is about finding this common narrative that people understand from each other by really listening, truly listening to the other person and explaining and expressing yourself in a way that the other person understands by actually walking their way. And a lot of the times it's not even that easy. A lot of times when you even talk to a person, he won't even allow you to walk his way. He probably has all these defense mechanisms. So that's why making sure you put the person at ease and the person has a level of trust relationship with you allows you much more easily to just have this true conversation where you can actually get to know people better and help them. It's a very energy intensive process and it's called cognitive empathy. There's a lot of work. There's a lot of things around it. You guys can read about it. But I'm just saying that when I see the conversation in the chat where people are talking to each other, a lot of the times people do not listen to each other. They don't. They're just looking at it from their own framework. And that's why I keep saying like what is extremely important is to be outside your head because that's where communication starts. And when you feel misunderstood, it's honestly because you're inside your head When you're truly outside your head, there is no such a thing as being misunderstood. You really try and understand the world through the other person's eyes, walk their way, and see from there how you go. There is no part of you in the equation. That is why being misunderstood can only express itself when you also have a part of you in the conversation. And that shouldn't be the case because understanding the other person, understanding where he comes from, will give you a much better idea of how to communicate, how to interact, how to speak. And as you talk to them and inspire them to grow their awareness by just listening and guiding them through their own world, you will reach and achieve a lot more Than just looking at it from your framework and shooting missiles. But, like, you will remember this name when you say, like, yeah, everything is neurological, God can exist in their head, this and that. So, but, like, the thing is, you're inside your head when you say all of this. You gotta imagine you grow up in a remote village, right? You don't have access to any of this knowledge. You grow up believing God exists and all that stuff. Then, suddenly, a guy comes, says, like, hey, everything you learn, everything you know is bullshit. God is in your neurons. They don't even know what neurons are. They don't even understand what schizophrenic is. I'm just saying like you're talking from your own concepts and I will give you an even better example because this has really been an eureka moment for me. When you walk with your friend, right? Imagine you travel to your friend across the city and it's the first time you're there and he says like, let's go to the pub. And it says like, okay, go to the pub. You go like, yeah, but I don't know where the pub is. And they go like, but how the fuck can you not know where the pub is? I walk to the pub every day. I know where it is, but like, I've never been here. That kind of conversation would sound really insane, right? Because obviously the person does not know how to walk to the pub when he hasn't been there. Yet we assume that the experiences we have gone through, even when it comes down to valuing facts or signs or whatever, are things that other people have gone through as well. And that's the thing, like being able to understand and realize that everybody has their own framework and their own way of looking at the world and want to go about it in a way that is based on what works, based on their social conditioning and how they grew up, allows you to see the essence of people and being able to connect to that rather than to try and just speak from your own mind. Didn't you use the same example yesterday? Yes, but it's one that is really on point because obviously when you are in the middle of nowhere, where you've never been, nobody assumes that you know your way. Nobody assumes that. Yet we assume all the time from each other that other people have gone through the same experiences and same conditioning as we did. And it's easier to explain someone where the pub is than it is to explain your experiences. So let alone what we're doing is really completely absurd. And honestly, this is really an important insight, by the way. And I've also explained this a few days ago because yesterday I didn't do a stream, by the way. What was a huge realization for me is my urge to point out why people are wrong because facts are on my side, is me being inside my head. That was a huge revelation. So that's why when people say stuff that is not true, I don't have the urge to convince them otherwise, because that urge comes from me. I should have an urge or just a sincere interest in understanding why they come to that conclusion to begin with, because that will be more enriching for me and will be more enriching for them. But the urge to prove people wrong, it's because you're inside your own head. Because the thing is like in communication, right? what is hugely important is to truly see the world from other people's eyes to the extent where there is nothing left of you. Because anything that is left of you creates a bias that makes you less able to see the person for who he really is. Debarks says, I'm really shocked that was a huge revelation. But the thing is, Debarks, you have to understand where it comes from. Because there's a reason why it was a huge revelation for me because I'm quite an emotionally intelligent person. So how come such a simple thing has been such a big revelation? And that is because when I was putting myself in other people's perspective, I was still assuming that they live in the same reality as I do. I mean, my world and his world is exactly the same. Gravity applies to all of us, no matter our opinions, beliefs and our perspective. But the problem is that 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 on itself is also an insight that I have. And when people are completely delusional and dysfunctional, Being delusional and dysfunctional is relative to a reality and relative to me looking at that person relative to reality. It's still my perspective. So yeah, like you might say like, yeah, but if that is the case, then what's the point in talking to people? Like, what is the thing? Like the best way to help people is to help them grow their awareness from their way of looking at things. And it just yields much better results than just trying to push your own agenda. That's all. What do you mean by who they really are? What I mean with who they really are is the way they think, the way they feel, the way they look at the world, the way they are stuck in certain concepts, the way they are attached. 4WayST says it, like being a Christian myself, just listening to you and saying you would not feel the need to prove me wrong already makes me feel more open to a discussion. Exactly. And the thing is, I'm going even further, 4WayST. I'm going to say that what you're trying to do is the same as what I'm trying to do. We're just trying to do what's best with our current awareness that's it you're not wrong to believe in God from your perspective from your experience from the way you grew up from you, the way you raised it makes sense and the only way I would be able to even get to have an enriching conversation is if I understand where you come from if I understand how you've come to believe these things that's not just going to help me get a better understanding but it's going to enrich the conversation it's going to enrich our ability to just you know learn from each other And it's exactly this idea of like you are wrong and I'm right that is at the center of all the miscommunication, a lot of the suffering in the world. And reality does not have a lot to do with that, by the way. And that is where before I was looking at it differently. I said reality is the only thing that matters. And your opinion, your beliefs and your way of looking at things is irrelevant in the face of reality. But the thing is, though, like even though that is a point you could make to me, that's not a point I can make to you. Because the idea of reality being an unrebukable part of the equation is something that might not be as present in your way of growing up or your experience. Even further so, maybe God existing is part of your reality, the way you perceive it. And then being able to work with that and understanding where you come from and why you believe that will give me more ways of understanding and being able to just walk with you and see where these things come up from. Are they coming from fears? Are they coming from biases? Are they coming from attachments? And being able to have this conversation really allows you to grow and enable yourself and really you know, completely fulfill yourself as a person. But that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with the way I look at it. And that's the problem. Before, what I was doing is I was taking out the other person's beliefs out of the equation because I was just ramming reality in front of them. And even though I'm right, when it comes down to the facts. Being right or wrong is not about the facts. Being right or wrong just doesn't even exist to begin with. And then the best way for me to be right in my way of looking at it is by seeing the person for who he is. If I assume that reality is just overriding all your beliefs, then I'm the one being delusional. I'm the one being in my head. And even though when people face the consequences of their actions, even though they are being confronted with it, that just still doesn't make me right, and that's something before that was constantly like on the back of my mind, this guy is disagreeing with me, <laughs> reality will force it onto you anyway, you'll agree with me sooner or later, but that's not even true. Most of the time when people get confronted by reality, which speaks in my favor of what I said, it's going to get deflected anyway, it doesn't matter, it truly does not matter. And that's the thing. When you truly see the world through other people's eyes, you don't even create this ego mechanic to begin with. If you're truly seeking first to understand and walk the other person, make them feel at ease, make them able to trust you, make them able to open up, you'll be in such a better position to truly help the person help themselves. It's not even you helping them. You help the person help themselves and they'll figure it out themselves. There is no agenda. There is no direction. There is no like, ah, I want this person to become like that. Because on a fundamental level, we all want the same anyway. D.Bark says, the reason it surprised me though is because I remember a while ago in your real talks, you said something along the lines, if someone does not have the knowledge, then they are not doing anything wrong. But when they do, they have the knowledge, then they are doing something wrong. So I just thought you would have known. The thing is though, it's not even about the knowledge. It's about awareness. Doing something right or wrong is irrelevant. It's out of the equation. Things are just the way they are and that's it. And for me, it's about what works. If I approach someone and I can tell them or give them a stronger sense of responsibility by saying like, if you have the knowledge, then you are responsible and you're doing stuff wrong and that gets them to reevaluate their actions, then to me, it's a shortcut. It's basically like my way of manipulating people into being better persons, even though they don't even know what they're doing. But the problem is that it's an unscalable approach and it's a very time-limited approach as well because when you do so, people will start using discipline in order to course-correct their behavior and as a result, they will just get fed up or whatever. But on the other hand, if I approach it more from an awareness angle and I come at it from your world, then as you grow your awareness, you will automatically become more and more consistent in your actions and doing good will come from within rather than pushing it onto yourself. Of course, this explanation does not revoke all responsibilities and just suddenly takes away the consequences of your actions. Your actions have constantly consequences. But when it comes down to how I can contribute the most, because that's how it is for me, I'm wondering what is the best way to contribute, it is not by pushing you into the right track and nailing you down. It's about showing understanding and at the same time guiding you Towards a place where you can help yourself. That will get much better results than me rambling and saying like, oh yeah, like basically combating attachments with other attachments that are stronger. Going against attachment of laziness by saying the attachment like, hey, you excuses, responsibility, you're a murderer or whatever. Even though it works for some people temporarily, a much better way is to actually take away the cause of why you were lazy in the first place. Because being lazy is merely a symptom. It's not what you are. It's a result of strong emotional attachments. It's a result of conditioning. And some people have grown to the point where they even gain comfort out of their social conditioning and pushing away their responsibility. But even in that regards, making you understand that this is a non-working way of going through your life by giving some perspective and making you see at your life in the longer run will get you out of that loop by yourself. Athena, have you dealt with jealousy? No, I'm not jealous at all. Jealousy is actually a lack of self-confidence. When you question yourself, that's where jealousy can arise. It's also when you're attached. If you're attached to your partner, you can get jealous. And you might say like, yeah, but it's good to be attached to your partner. No, you can have an emotional connection, a deep connection with your partner. But being emotionally attached to them brings about a framework where you'd be more biased, more imposing, have expectations. And that actually goes against the relationship. If you want to truly healthy relationship just being honest and pure to each other and being able to trust each other not play any games and all that stuff is a much richer relationship than one where two people are attached and it's the attachment that keeps the relationship alive and once one person is not attached anymore they just dump the other one like that's how relationships work nowadays but if you can just find a person and you can be truly honest and you can be yourself and you can accept the person and she accepts you and you don't judge each other and you don't have expectations towards each other, and you're just honest to each other, and you don't take advantage of each other, then you can have a much, much more healthy relationship that just excels any other type of attachment relationship. How to eliminate depression? Like I said earlier, depression is a symptom. And I do really think that what can help a lot is to find safety in the present, to really find true safety and comfort in the now. And how do you do that? by getting out of your scarcity mindset and how do you do that it is by depending from person to person based on your grow up what you get confidence out work towards that and understand it in a bigger scale so let's say for example you gain confidence from understanding things then being aware and having the knowledge and going through the paradigm shift that everything can be understood because everything has a logical reason cause and effect can create a catharsis Like let's say you have a lot of fear about the future and you get confidence about money, really security, being aware that there is no such a thing as certainty and everything is a probability can also be a catharsis because you basically, you gain confidence. You look at the confidence from a wider perspective, you go through a paradigm shift and as a result you gain so much confidence that allows you to be in the present because the moment you feel very confident and you can trust yourself, you can fall back on yourself, then you don't have this need for scarcity mindset. It's basically finding the abundance in what gives you confidence by thinking about it and reframing it, which can be helped through guidance. But hey, I'm just saying like now I'm on the stream, so it's hard for me to guide you guys all separately. But basically finding the abundance in it, which then dissolves the scarcity mindset for that moment. But then immediately, as you are in the present, using perspective to put your life in context, that is the way you can overcome depression. It's easier said than done though, because if you're constantly inside your head, it's very hard. But I think really thinking what gives you confidence and wanting that, working towards that, rather than all the social condition things that you've been taught to want. No, no, you really go like, yeah, I want to be more confident. How do I get that? How do I work towards this confidence, whether it's understanding or whatever, by just seeing the abundance of it just helps you to be in the moment and when you're in the moment you just feel good do you think college is necessary in order to succeed in life well that's also another it's a good question because normally the way i answer this question is no of course not i think it's a waste of time but that's not true when i say it's not true it's because for me going to college or university is a waste of time but that doesn't mean that's the case for you the reason why I also imposed this on other people before was because I said like, yeah, because reality is on my side. Look at what I've achieved. So what are you going to say? So I was actually making you guys feel even more worthless to make my point come across that you don't need college or university. But that's bullshit. Some people can grow a lot through college and university because they go through experiences or whatever that can enrich them. But the thing is that as long as you're honest to yourself and you reflect and you tackle your own fears and such... You can get so much more out of being in college or doing whatever in life. King Joe Field says, I fucked up, dude. My country school system has fucked me over hard. I got everything that was required for my course, but my math grade was fucking low. And I don't want to spend a year doing pre-college for game design and software engineering. I haven't gotten accepted in any colleges and I've lost hope and I don't want to endure a year. King Joe Field, the thing is, though, I can give you an answer to this question, right? But it will only be me patching up your problem. Because why do you gain the confidence out of your grade? Why do you even need to go and follow a year to be a game designer or software engineer? Why? Stas here made a game in three months. He didn't even know how to code. You can learn these things by yourself. You don't need to go to college. You can work on your projects yourself, but then you go like, yeah, but I don't know. I can't do that. Why? Because why do you even go to school, to university? Why do you do that? Is it because you want to make a living? Is it because of your parents? Like understanding why you do what you do can be very enriching. But I would say what is even more important than this, because it's irrelevant. If you're not confident and if you don't believe in yourself, then what I'm saying right now might just make you feel even worse. You might start labeling yourself like, oh, I'm really a loser or whatever. No. What is it that makes you confident and find the abundance and you will have much more will and understanding Because when you are in the present, you can use perspective to look at your situation or just look at the world. And then you'd understand that most game designers and software engineers didn't even go to fucking university. They just worked on projects because they believed they could. And they made a game or they made an app or whatever. And then from there on. And it is a trial and error, but man, I would say Ludum Dares, doing Ludum Dares can be very helpful. It's making a game in three days. King feels says, my parents are stuck in that mindset that if I'm not in a degree that I'm a failure and the disappointment, but there you go, King feel you're just saying what the problem is. The problem is not that you are having to do a year again. The problem is that you see yourself as a failure and disappointment because that's how your parents see you when you fail. But the question is, is that true? You can deeply reflect on that. You can really try and see the potential in you and accept you for who you are without blaming yourself. Being able to not blame yourself and being able to see yourself for who you are is essential. Being able to truly just love yourself on a fundamental level without all these crazy labels can really bring about an awareness that can help you so much more because your value, whether you're a failure or a disappointment, these labels, these attachments are non-existent. They are just illusions of your mind and you can overcome them. And when I say they're illusions of your mind, I'm not saying like, oh, you're delusional believing that stuff. It's just like... You have to understand yourself emotionally, go to the understanding and realization that the reason why you experience yourself as a failure and disappointment is because on a fundamental level, you don't love yourself, you don't have this self-esteem, you don't have this self-worth. And as a result, when you realize that, then you'll be in a better position to also, you know, see why your parents even say that, why your parents are the way they are. And deep reflection and understanding your emotions is a fundamental step in this process because if you don't do that, then you will always fall into the trap where you label yourself and where you uh, judge yourself and where you are not fully honest because you distrust yourself because you don't have this confidence in yourself but you can overcome that by really on a fundamental level realize that it's fine to be who you are and accept that essence and just see the love everywhere can also be very helpful but it comes from within though subscribe to youtube.com slash watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live and follow the real theme on snapchat